Hey, May. I see you got on your May eye for like you always do. I don't blame you. May you got a clean. Outfit. I have on a t-shirt. You got a clean. That's what, ain't that what you clean with? Hello, guys. How you doing? Welcome back to the Always Asia podcast. I'm Asia Sanders. Um, that was a weird intro. I'm here at work, so I really hope the sound isn't too too bad. We've got the splink splink. <clears throat> We've got the sprinklers going. Is that how you say it? Sprinklers. Sprinklers. Oh my God, guys. What, what's going on? Okay. One, two, three. Sprinklers. Wow. <laughs> We've got the sprinklers going. Why can't I say that fast? Anyways, we got the misters going on. There we go. That's a better word. We got the little misters going on. So it might be a little loud. Um, I hope everyone's doing good today. Um, I decided that I'm going to put like segments into the show, right? So we're going to have it a little more organized. This may be temporary. It may last just right now and I may not like it, you know, a week later. It may turn into a whole different podcast. You never know. You know what I mean? I get on my period and then like my whole mind changes about my entire life. Like it's so weird. Every month, my mind completely changes about what I'm doing in general. And I feel like it always happens right after my period. Like, I go on a decline of, like, emotional distress, um, depression, anxiety, um, just craziness during my period. And then once, like, I'm off, it's like an awakening almost. And then it's like, boom, it's like something like coming out of a vagina. You know what I mean? Like being born again. And then my period comes back and it's go, go right back into the vagina and go through a lot of bullshit and, you know, and then starts all over. So, yeah, so I'm deciding to do um, some segments. So we're going to break it down to, into three. We're always going to talk about how the week has been going um for me in particular because you know I'm the one that's talking you know I don't mind anyone telling me how their week is going I'll be completely fine with that but um that's what I'll be talking about and then I'm gonna find um a topic that I like that um I found on Twitter because Twitter really starts some like very insightful conversations for me sometimes and actually a lot of the time so I'm going to find like um, a trending tweet that sparks a um, a conversation. And then the third segment, um, I hope it's constant like interviews, right? So it could be with anybody. It could be with like literally anybody. You don't even have to be doing anything. It's just um, I'll pick a topic and then someone will be my co-host for the day. And then, or for the episode, and then we'll just talk. Um, I'm trying to work out uh, where I can do it through Zoom, but guys, I am a low-key fucking dumb. Like, so, (laughs) I'm a low, low low-key dumb as hell. So, it's been taking me a little bit to get that together. So, um, 
But I'm just like, you know what? I'll just do it in, on Zoom so that we're talking to each other. But I'll just record it through audio. And then until I'm able to figure it out, I'll do um, interviews straight through there. How does that sound? Where it's like video and audio. So um, you can have a choice. Because right now, it's just not giving me that. So um, week check-in. Guys, Wow. So, um, I'm, we're now approaching the end of the week now and, um, well now when I'm, uh, posting this guys, I, me, my girlfriend and my sister got locked in, out of my apartment last night. And when I tell you it was a shit show, oh my God. So I get off of work. Like I'm so tired. I take my ponytail out. Like I have Afro out take my shoes off. I'm like, Oh my God, my sister and my girlfriend are hanging out on the porch. I go outside. I'm hanging out with them, whatever. My sister goes back inside, comes outside, closes the door. And for some reason, my ghetto ass, um, uh, door locks out of nowhere and we can't get back inside. I don't have my phone. I don't have my uh any keys the keys to my car nothing guys and on top of that i am barefoot i'm fucking barefoot so we have to jump over the little um wall thing and um my girlfriend calls like this i didn't think my apartments had that like like any like emergency line i she said that all apartments do i'm like there's no fucking way these apartments do do you see the way these fucking apartments look but she do you know what thank god for her she calls the dude the dudes have an attitude with her because he don't live close this is your job sir we called this number and it called it went to you so obviously this is your job and i'm like we're like okay so he gets there. He has a fucking attitude. One, he looks like a murderer too. Um, and I'm like, oh my God. And he's like pissed. So he's going to go get the paperwork or whatever to like verify that I live in this, in these apartments. I'm like, who's going to break into these apartments? But anyways, whatever. You're more in danger in the apartment than you are. No, I'm joking. I'm low-key joking. But honestly, no, I'm low-key serious. Um... So my girlfriend's like, I'm getting dizzy. And I'm like, okay, let's sit down, you know. The guy comes in to, uh, the guy comes back to unlock um, my front door. And you see Taylor, my girlfriend, going, whoa, whoa, whoa. And homegirl's passing out. We don't know what it is. She's going to the doctor tomorrow to get it checked out. Um, like basically dizzy spells that she's always had, but it really hit it. And it was hot as hell outside. We were standing up. We're tired as fuck. And yeah, she's like, whoa, whoa. And I'm trying to hold her up. And then the guy's like, you guys are drunk, huh? Like are drunk at night or some shit like that. And I'm like, this does look like we are drunk because I have no shoes. My hair is standing up on the top of my head. I have this these weird fucking colors on because, you know, my job, we wear weird fucking colors, bright ass colors. And it just looks a hot ass mess. So I understood what he was talking about. So I'm like, okay, 
Um, no, sir. We are not drunk. I wish that was actually the case. I'm actually very fucking tired. I just got off of work, so I'm low-key irritated. And yeah that's how my day ended and i'm like you know what stupid shit like that happens to me all the time guys it's not even it's not even funny i really like i've said before i should walk around and record my entire life because i'm getting footage something stupid fucking happens to me all the time you know what but that's um the life that i live and um i guess it's to entertain everybody because it has been um some crazy 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 shit so i'm actually looking on twitter on my work computer because i'm going to find the tweet that really like sparks something in me give me a second um can y'all hear my fingernails tapping oh they're like barbie pink it is so fucking cute they i love these nails they did such a good job so I got pink because um, I'm going to be doing this photo shoot with a friend of mine and some of her friends. And I'm honestly, guys, I'm low-key nervous because we're going to be wearing bikinis and shit. And the other girls are like, my friend and her friends are very, they're very sexy, right? And I'm, I've been, I'm trying to like tap into my sexy because... You know, as a woman, you want to you want to be looked at as sexy. You don't want to be looked at as cute. Well, for me, I should just say that. For me, I don't want to be looked at as cute, as pretty. I, I mean, I guess those are great too, but I want to be sexy. You know what I mean? And I haven't really reached that point in my life to where I'm like, ooh, mature and sexy, fab. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to get there. Um... And yeah, and I feel like all the other girls, they have that. They have that, mm, I'm sexy, I'm confident with my body. Like, I'm so like, ooh, period, you know? So I really hope I don't really stand out to where it's like, oh, this bitch looks so uncomfortable. I really hope I don't. I, I hope I blend in and be like just as confident and beautiful as everybody else. So pray for me, guys. Really, really pray for me. Okay, I found it. Okay, so this tweet is by at King Akin, A-K-I-N underscore. And Mr. says, everyone's financial situation is different, but charging your kids rent will always seem weird to me. Huh. Which made me think, I'm like, huh, let me, let me really think, how, how do I feel about how, what he said? So there's a lot of people that are in these comments that are like, well, if you're an adult, you should at least chip in. Um, and then some people are like, oh, chipping in and paying rent isn't the same thing, which eh, do not do not take out the value of groceries, um, electricity, because you know what I mean? Though that shit adds up, too. So let's not take out the value in that. Um, it's dumb and doesn't teach them anything and only makes it difficult to get a foot forward. People should be teaching kids financial literacy and responsibility throughout their childhood and help them make good decisions. 
um, sound children will get a strong foot in the door. And I really, I, I, I low-key agree with at underscore Brigetta. I don't know. So I was like, this is weird to me because I feel like, as, and he didn't really put an age on it. Because I do know some parents that start charging their kid, uh, um, 16, where's the rent money, baby? But as an adult living with your parents, you should be paying rent. And if you are not paying rent, or at least paying your way, it is a favor from your parent to you. It's not an obligation your parents shouldn't have to always um shouldn't have to take care of you till the day you die like what are what are we doing like what are what are we doing as an adult it is your job to take care of yourself so once you become an adult you should be doing so and i and i thought that it was weird that someone actually is saying it as though like it is their responsibility to still take care of you it is not your responsibility their responsibility anymore if they choose to they choose to but the fact that a parent says i'm not taking care of my grown-ass kid like that's not or that's not their um responsibility it's so weird and for a moment i'm like huh would i be what i would Cause right now I don't have the decision to like, like live with my parents. Like I don't have like the, um, there's no way Jose, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's just no way. But if I have the choice to live with them rent free, would I do it? And I would still say no. Like, even though I, uh, complain all the time about like paying rent and shit like that, I can't see myself wanting to wanting to like yeah no 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 because the thing that comes with your parents paying for you like as far as like your living situation it comes with a little bit of control let's be real a lot of parents like to you know dingling or wait whoa okay wait hold up i didn't mean dingling um (laughs) dangle like their little wallet in front of your eyes and be like do what I say or you're not gonna be able to live here anymore you know what I mean and I I'm not a fan of that and I think low-key like especially my mama would be like one day like oh well I'm paying this like you know throwing your face low-key and I'm I just don't want none of them problems you get what I'm saying and I know a lot of parents they do that like they dead ass like well I'm paying for you to um uh uh go to school or I'm paying for your car payment so then you're gonna have to do what they say and I'm just not good at doing like following directions or like being controlled in any way shape or form so that just wouldn't work for me, but I know I I choose the longer route, right? Like I choose the route where I'm like I'll just struggle and be able to do what that what what I want. But I do understand people who say, "Listen, I'm going to school right now, or I'm trying to start this business, or I want to buy this house, so I'm stacking up my bread, and I'm just gonna give up that freedom of doing what I." 
want to do you know what I mean just for the time being so I could I respect those people and I low-key like sometimes I wish I could be that type of person that's like all right let me just like give up um my personal freedom just for a second just so I can you know stack my bread or or finish this like I respect that so much but I just, I'm just not the one. Like, I'm just like, you know what? I'll just struggle so then I'll be able to just, like, walk out the house and nobody ask me shit. Like, that's the best. Sorry, guys. I just got a customer. Sir, a star is in the making right now. Can you... You know what I mean? Y'all feel what I'm saying? But anyways, that's why I just try to advocate for people to just get to know themselves because once you get to know yourself you'll figure out that um like the things you do and you do want you don't want um for instance like me I, I'm I got to know the fact that I don't like to be questioned so I just put myself in situations to where I'm not going to be questioned for instance not living with my parents you know what I mean so when you get to know yourself and you figure out the things that you do and you don't like you're able to answer some questions for yourself because I don't think it's a black and white statement to where, oh, no, you should be moved out at this um, time or you should be here in your life, uh, there in your life at, at this age or whatever. I don't think it's black and white. You get what I'm saying? So um, and it's not um, uniform. It's not and not everybody's journey is going to look the same. So if you have a specific plan, like it's going to school and you know that. And you know, you're not just being lazy and you're not, you know what I mean? You know that it just, it takes a lot more time and you won't be able to work. So you won't be able to provide for yourself by yourself. Then yeah, I think it's so, it, you should stay at your, your at, um, with your parents. You know what I mean? I understand that a hundred percent. Stay for them as long as you, as you need to, you get what I'm saying? But, um. But a lot of people like to like shit on people who live with their parents. But then a lot of people like to be like, well, like, I choose not to be broke. So I'm just going to like sack my bread. And I'm just like, dude, like, yeah, but like, how long is this like going to work? You get what I'm saying? Like, how long are we going to drag this out? So I don't know. Do what's best for you. When you know yourself, you know what's best for you. And what's best for me is not the same for what's best for Jack or Jill or, or um, um, Humpty Dumpty. You get what I'm saying? So that's all I have to say about that. Like, that was a d decent conversation because I understood what a lot of people were saying on both ends. People who are grown and live with their parents and people who are grown and who choose not to. Like, I get it. I completely get it, 100%. Today we have our first male guest. I'm super excited about this. He messaged me and was like, I would like to be on the show because I want to give a male's perspective. I said, okay, excuse moi. I didn't know we needed a male's perspective, but apparently we did. Apparently we do, guys. So um, I'm going to attach our conversation here and I hope you guys enjoy. All right, guys, um, we've got L on here. Woo! What's going on, people? What's going on, family? What's up? <laughs> He's so cool. All right, so you are the first male to be on the Always Asian podcast. How do you feel? 
It's a long time coming. <laughs> You're crazy. No, okay. I'm just kidding. No, I appreciate it, and I think that there needs to be some some male perspective in a lot of things to create balance and understanding. Ah, I agree. Like, so like for this podcast, what I'm wanting to do is make it feel like I've said this before, but make it feel like a sleepover, right? So like a all girls pajama party sleepover. So you're kind of crashing it right now, but, right. <laughs> but we appreciate right. it. <laughs> so, um, you DM'd me and you were like, I want um, to add some male perspective uh, to the conversation and talk about like relationships and why men cheat. And I, the first thing I thought of was, is he confessing to something? <laughs> <laughs> so have you cheated? You have you cheated before? Yeah. Yes, I, I have cheated before multiple times. And the way that I am, uh, and it's not going to be a confession, the way that I am, I'm so truthful. And I'm trying to make myself that way because I have lied a lot in the past, mm. you know, learned a lot. And so I, when I say things, it might be juicy, but it's not a confession. It's literally me just flowing yeah. because that's who I am. So. I think that's what this culture has built, that like when you say something, you mean something else. But no, right. you're really saying, no, I want to talk about I'm, why I'm the cheat. Yeah, yeah, we that. <laughs> It's no question. There's no, if yeah. If we got a Morris code, if we need a Morris code, blank your eye twice, you know, <laughs> or something like this, let me know. I got you. So what was the reason behind why you cheated? Have you figured that out at all? Because I yeah, cheated before too. Um, I had to go to couples therapy. Oh, um, which is talk. really, uh, I love therapy. really good. If, if anybody's listening and especially to the black community, we we shun things because it might not be cool or white people do that or we're afraid to open up. Uh, go to therapy. Talk to somebody. You know, you don't know yourself. Go to therapy. You don't know why you're in this relationship, why you keep going back to it. It's toxic. Go to therapy. And uh, so, yeah, I, I felt like the reason why I cheated and I found through therapy was a lack of a love language. Okay. Talk and so my, uh, and so in that relationship, I was lacking my love language and she had her love language and we weren't communicating that. Everything was fine, but on a subatomic level, we still weren't giving each other what we wanted. And so I went out to go look for that and I got caught <laughs> like mm. any other guy would. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't feel like that's why every man cheat. I feel like there's different situations, of course. Um, yeah, I, the first time I ever got caught cheating in the 10 year relationship that I was in, it was, I was texting the girl, like sexting her basically. Oh. Um, explicit things and you know we're basically doing that i was asleep and oh. i just woke up to this phone bright phone <laughs> in your face uh, yeah so i woke up to you know a bright phone in my face and just who is who's bleep you know and why are you texting her this 
what is she? And then she's just like, you gotta you know, start playing Beyonce to the left. Oh my God. So wait, so she broke up with you. When did you guys go to therapy then? Were you guys going to get back together? That's why you guys went or? We, we, uh, I was so pushed. I'm sorry, man. Uh, we were going to therapy in and out of our relationship. So oh. I cheated. I cheated, I cheated on her. I, I don't want to say cheat. I want to say disloyal. I, I wasn't loyal to her for our relationship after therapy as well. Oh, okay. And so that's what even made it hard because we had a lot of breakthroughs in therapy. And when we're at home, it's different. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z says, uh, Jesus can't save you. Life starts when the church ends. Yeah. Everybody feels safe in church. But, you hold know, on. Can you carry your faith outside of church? Hold on, hold on. Sorry, guys. But, um... I mean, okay, so, sorry. My, sorry, guys. Yeah, so the thing that I tell a lot of people when going to therapy, because a lot of people ask, like, does it work? Yeah, it works, but you have to do your homework. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can be in Inside therapy. all homework, too. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So you could be, you could be there and have that breakthrough and cry and do all that, but, like, you have to practice that shit at home. And that's, yeah. and is that what you guys were not doing? Um, is that what no, we were, I mean, I, I don't want to get, let me go back to answering your question because yeah. it can go deep. And, and yeah, we're going kind of, we're kind of, yeah, yeah. They have to, they're going to have to get that extended version another time. But, um, <laughs> why I feel like I cheat or would cheat is my love language isn't being answered. And the five love languages are quality time, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Mm -hmm. um, my love language is acts of service. I grew up that way, watching my mom make the big plate for the man of the house. Mm -hmm. It sounds misogynistic, but that's just the... To, when you talk about psychology and how the world works in society, there's gender roles mm -hmm. and how things are supposed to go. I hold your door open for you. I pull your seat out. I scoot it up. So for me, acts of service is that, you know, mm -hmm. cater to me. Yeah. If you treat me right, the, the world is so different. Like if you treat me right and love me and cater to me, like the Beyonce song says, you know, when I come in, you know, untie my shoelaces. Pass me my my wave my my wave cap like oh. make me feel at home <sighs> and then I can and then when I feel that way then I'm I'm like I'm more inclined to give you the things that you want and more. You, you get what I mean? You came on the like wrong that. podcast for that, man. You came on the when wrong that, one because I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> but, so I understand. There's, there's a dichotomy to that. Yeah. Right. So women say no, no, no. If you do all the things I want for you, you can have a world with me. Yes. And so for sometimes when women tell men what they want, it's like hard. It's really hard for us to yeah. uh, bow down or be the weakest or feel like it, it feels weak to cater to someone in their way. 
Yeah. And so they, so I feel like women at times they go, you know, do what I want, what makes me feel good, and I'll suck your dick. You know, and not like a contractual agreement, but naturally, yeah, that's yeah. the love from it. Mm-hmm. Just like when I say, oh, you want your nails done? It's gonna sound very bad. I'm sorry, but you want your, trash, but you want a big plate. But you want your nails done? You want that new wig that you want? You want blah blah blah? Treat me right. You gotta men need to <laughs> give me suck my dick. Fuck me right. When we wake up in the morning, I'm not gonna even think about it. Here's my credit card. Go get your nails done. I know you gotta go to the hair store. I'm just here. Because we're already fulfilled. If we're not fulfilled as men, we can't. There's no reciprocity if the love language is not being met. But what you're sounding like, you want a servant and then you'll you'll no. you and pay your servant. That's what you're sounding like. Yes, it is. It's because like oh, you want my you may untie your shoes. Like wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Untie your shoes. What? It's not. A, and and that's where and remember how I talk. It's, it's no gray area. It's black and white. Yeah. So that's why it seems that way. But that's why I tried to mention the natural side. People don't really see gender roles because the gender line is blurred Yeah. in 2020. And so, and there's a lot of women empowerment, which is beautiful. But when you think about that in a relationship, you have a lot of contrasting things. So, so forget about all the misogynistic things I just said. Let's just go back to the love language, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think your love language is out of words of affirmation? I know what my love is. My, my, mine is acts of service. Yours is yeah. acts of service. So mm-hmm. what would be two or three very good acts of service that your loved one or your loved one can do for you? Oh, that's a that good, you- that's a good. Okay. So, um, I like my nails done. I like my house cleaned. Um, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yes. I like my shoes tied. No, I'm joking. I love my, I love my nails done, my house clean, and uh, I would say like errands, like random errands being done for me. Um, I can definitely get go what you want. That. Your car, go wash your car. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. So yeah. So, but you want it specific. So yeah, I would say like wash my car. No groceries. House clean and um, and uh, my nails done. Mm-hmm. But what I feel like I haven't met a lot of men that I, I'm and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't met a lot of men that deserve what you're saying that you want. But I've met a lot of men who are asking for that. Mm-hmm. I've met trillions of women who deserve that though not because strictly because she's a woman but because of the morals she stands on men don't seem to stand on a lot of morals outside of their homeboys and sports why do you think that i think society has created that i think literally yes society has created a bunch of little bitchy little brats if you you think if you think society created and uh wrongly prophesized men to think a certain way and act a certain way in a relationship, why don't you concede to the thought of rehabilitation? And Mm -hmm. uh, because every man 
can be changed. Mm. Every man can be rehabilitated. I, I agree. was addicted to pornography. I agree. I and agree. I have to be rehabilitated. I don't so think like men are to change. I don't think men are even want to even um, attempt to be rehabilitated. I know a lot of men who are completely fine with being Bad. that. And I, but I know women, like I said, like, and I'm sure you can agree with me on that, but I don't want to put any words in your mouth that if they feel like they are, cause women, we do a lot of feeling like we are, um, at wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we do a lot of inward work. So we're right. constantly working on ourselves, trying to better ourselves. Intuition. Intuition exists. Um, no, 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 no. Look. Oh. I do this not for Maki. This is for logic's sake. Because we, it, it exists, but as a man, I don't know because I'm not a woman. Okay. So you telling me that you know the piece of ketchup sliced corner is a condom, but it's really a ketchup packet slice <laughs> is like crazy to me. So sometimes intuition could be overthinking and uh, overexerting a thought. And sometimes it could really be that gut feeling like when yeah. a mother can sense that her son just died. Yeah. From afar. Yeah, no, I can, I can agree with you on that. I feel like when I've had my intuitive thoughts, I, I've had to double down and be like, wait, am I just um, going nuts or is this really what I'm feeling? So yeah, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah. But what exactly was I, what exactly was I saying about the, you, before you, you did the intuition? <laughs> that was big. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. But no, uh, no. I saw it from the corner of my eye and the way intuition works for paused. me. Did I pause? Yeah. Oh. You, you no, know, like you, you're paused. You're dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the way intuition works for me, I've been right majority of the time when it comes to like romantic relationships i've been right about everything yeah about the majority of things when i well we're, felt, men are stupid i haven't hey, only dated ladies, men if you're listening <laughs> we're really stupid <laughs> like but we don't mean to be it's it, like that is like like you said, you want your house clean, you want your car washed and surprised and on F you when you wake up. When you start your car, that's your surprise. Mm -hmm. I'll your tank, baby. Like that goes back to the the days of the caveman where yeah. it was literally that. You take care of the house and the home. I'm gonna go out and slay some big ass saber tooth tigers and make sure we eat. And that's dissipated in twenty twenty and beyond. It's you think the, so? the, it's blurred. And that's why I feel like I cheated because once the love connection is not being connected, once the roles are being blurred, right? Because you have a lot of black women out here are taking care of another black man that needs help. Yeah. Whether you're giving them a place to stay. You see the tweets. You see the... Yeah. The, you know, the, uh, talking about how men don't have a home or how men can't keep a job or how it, 
it creates a lot of frustration within the home. And then the home starts to feel very sick. You start to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So when you cheated, you said it was just like pretty much sexting and all that. Mm-hmm. But you were... It wasn't physical. But wasn't physical. But what you were missing was acts of service. So why didn't you go... Why wasn't that what you went to go get? You know what I mean? Why, you know? Right. It, it seems like a, a Do, false action. In yeah. Way. That's because uh, with sexuality, things can be misconstrued a lot. Mm. Because we think, we think like when you go through a breakup, um, when we went through a breakup, uh, my the girlfriend, um, that my ex-girlfriend, we just recently broke up. Um, mm. But we've been together for almost a, a decade. High school sweethearts. Uh, and so we had a time period where that's, I got caught cheating, broke up for almost a year. And I knew almost instantly that we had to get ourselves around other people, whether it was a quick tender fuck or we had to move on fast because mm. um, we were just going to come back to each other. And so for me, why I did that is because I felt like my acts for service were being misconstrued with sex. Mm. And that's not what it was. I just really needed to feel like now I, I used to think that uh, being clingy was annoying. Now that's the number one thing I want oh. is the clinginess. Oh, yeah. It's like, I love, you know, when you're in the store and you see the fucking perfect couple and they're wearing athleisure shit and they're buff and <laughs> nice legs with the Nikes on and she's rubbing his arm and rubbing his back and stuff. It's like, it's beautiful and I know how that feels and that's what I want and I wasn't getting all of that and plus oh. my sex drive is abnormally high. Oh. And so when that wasn't being addressed along with the love um, language, yeah, it turned to me just like and I was I was still a very good boyfriend. You wouldn't have known I cheated, ladies, if you never went through my phone. <laughs> Sometimes your intuition is right. It doesn't mean entertain the notion. If you want to go hmm. hurt yourself, overexert that intuition and hurt yourself. Because, it, it, and that sounds wrong. It sounds like I'm shitting on her heart, her hurt. But... I was still at that time a very good boyfriend. I always came home, foot massages, ran you baths, flowers every other Thursday. Like I was a very good boyfriend, but I was secretly seeking uh, to fill a void that I felt like she couldn't, and I got caught doing that. Okay. And so that's why I say like I cheated. Yeah, in a black and white world, but I I didn't. You know, you didn't go through my phone and you see back shots of me and the other chick or you didn't, you know, I didn't go crazy. Okay. It, but but it, I still cheated. Yeah. I could really get with you on that. So do you think that, because when I talk to men who have cheated, they say, oh, it was just because I, I didn't give a fuck about that girl. Like it was just, just a fuck. I was bored. Do you think uh-huh. that? a lot of those men are lying and really do have deeper rooted issues that they cannot express. Cause you seem right. like a person that you can express how you feel. 
A lot of yeah. men really can't. You don't really, you know what I mean? I, that I, that yeah. I've spoken to, I should say. Sorry, you could answer the question now. <laughs> so to answer, a lot of my, I love comedy. If you see me in the street, if you see me at work, I have headphones in, I'm listening to stand-up comedy more than anything. And, and other podcasts as well, because you get a lot of deep double entendres with comedy. And uh, rest in peace to Patrice O'Neill, one of the funniest guys on the point that ever mm-hmm. did comedy. He had a joke about, like, it's almost genetic for men to not be monogamous. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So he said he had a joke and it goes like this. It's not really a joke. It's a bit. But he goes, you sit down with the girl. The, they actually girl. hey, you see uh, Brad Pitt or who's it? Like, uh, that's, what's his name? The Black Panther dude with all the bumps on him. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, right here, dick hanging hard, right in front of you. You're married. You have kids. Nobody will ever know you're doing it. The wife says, no, I'm married. I have kids. No, I can't do it. Michael B. Jordan, Denzel Washington, whoever. Yeah. You sit down with a man and you go, you see that old lady behind (laughs) a dumpster with trash (laughs) on What you want to do? And then he goes, the guy goes, but she looks so cute with trash on her. (laughs) You know, so to answer your question, men, sometimes we do shit like a dog. Like we see something, like it, it, it's, we don't have that circuit, break it wire of that women have that some women, like the city girl, hot girls, they on the same level as men. <laughs> no, only the city girls. Well, men don't have, so to answer your question, men, some of us, we don't have it. There are some men out there that's super faithful, that's jaded like me. Now I'm super faithful because I know, I feel like whenever I stick my dick into something outside of my own pussy that I am in a relationship with, I'm going to get in trouble. If I text another girl anything, I'm, I believe in that type of karma. I'm, yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. So, um, yeah. I, I feel like men men are, are wired differently. So, no. Sometimes, yes, he could be lying. He really could have feelings for her. But that's not why he cheated in the first place. She probably had no bra on at the, at the grocery store opportunity. with a tank top. Her butt was hanging out. He, something else other than love attracted him outside of you. Damn. Damn. So I was thinking throughout this week when I was like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Um, as far as like why men cheat, I think a lot right. of how people move throughout life has to do with how they feel about themselves. I talk a lot about self-love and all that jazz. And I think that cheating, going against, being disloyal in general has to do with a lack of confidence and a lack of self-love. Yes. Because however you slice it, you weren't able to speak up to the person about who you are or what you're doing. You know what I mean? You're not living in your truth. When you're not living in your truth, I think there is a lot of the lack of self-love going on when you're not living in your truth. Can you agree with me on that with men? 
I can speak to that. Yeah. Because, like I said, it comes from childhood trauma. Um, she has fears of, you know, me cheating when we're married because her parents were divorced. Mm-hmm. I have a fear of abuse because I was abused as as a kid. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you try to find an escape from that when you sense a little bit of it. You can leave this door open if you want. Uh, sometimes you try to go outside of your relationship and find that in a very negative way. So yeah. that's why you asked me, if you were looking for your love language outside of your relationship, why did why did you go and cheat on something that had nothing to do, do with, with your love? Your love yeah. That's why. It's because it's always an underlying reason for why we do things. And that's why it's so hard to understand why we do it. Yeah. Because we can be really good boyfriends. Yeah. That's why this is important, is that don't mess up or you know, just hurry up and quit. Actually fight if you want to fight. Actually go to therapy if you want to stay together because the reason why someone does something bad, don't follow the cardinal rule of put your shit to the left, I'm calling you a cab, better call Tyrone. No, fight. Because I probably was weak. (laughs) I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think a lot of women are obligated to do that. Or, or not obligated, feel obligated to do that. And it's a constant fight, though, with women, specifically black women. When I'm talking about this, I'm saying specifically black women because I've seen this so many times where we're constantly, constantly, constantly fighting for this relationship because men are being men. But when you really turn it around and I'm the one who cheats, the woman's the one who cheats, it's a whole different story. Why, so do you why feel that do, different story? Because that's how men act. Or, or are you saying that's not how you, you would be? No. How I'm you are. Going back to gender roles, right? There's a certain perception and moral standards we want our woman to have. I'm I hate being in public and catching my girl not blinking at a nigga. Don't let me catch you looking. I don't like, and men, we have a hard time addressing the other handsome man in the room. <laughs> right? And uh, the, the comedian with the green eyes, what's his name? The, um, he light-skinned and got green eyes. He real funny. I forgot his name. Damn. But he had a joke about that, about us when men, he go, oh, there go your dude right there, there go your boy when another attractive man has entered the room yep. because it made us feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? And women do that too. You would probably act cool with your boyfriend and go, ooh, look at her butt because you know he's looking at her butt. Yes, correct. Correct. So you do that sub- subconsciously in a way. Um, but that's why I, I don't like that. Don't look at other men while I'm next to you or don't let me catch you doing it because it makes me feel the way. Um, other plenty of uh, reasons why you know I feel that it's it sounds a lot like you feel like I'm asking I'm not telling you um that you think that a lot of women should really accept how men when men misbehave 
Um, no, I'm asking for women to understand why something would happen. And after you understand why it happened, we need to understand a compromise. Okay. And then after a compromise, you have a solution. Where do we go after this? We don't stay in the home. Let's go to Scottsdale. Let's go to a spa. Let's get your corns rubbed out. Then we can come back home and, you know, make love and, and you know, get right. Okay. And so I don't want, going back to what I was saying about gender roles, I just want you to understand that my girlfriend or my wife is my wife. You are mine. So that's why in other countries, women can't show themselves. That is your temple. This is ours that we share. Don't show you. I don't want you to show your fucking ankles. <laughs> show your eyes only. So it's like, for me, like, I get, I, I feel like I, I confessed to my ex through conversation. I said, look, I'm sorry that I didn't want you to buy that choker. I said, I don't want you. She was like, oh, it looks nice in the store. And I was like, no, I got defensive about it because instead of, deflecting i should have just let her buy the choker but i know as a man when i see another girl wearing a choker what that means societal wise it's a sexual flex in a way yeah you know yeah. that that that's just how society is so i don't want you to wear that as my girl because you're not gonna be you know yeah but it sounds a lot like Insecurity. It's not controlling. It's controlling, insecure. It's, and I hear you're not the only man that has like, said that this type of thing. Is that everybody today? Is that everybody today? It's a lot of men. Like, it's a lot of them. Like, you don't find too many that I've spoken to that don't talk like that. Like, um, when, when I was dating men and shit like that, I remember having a lot of people ask me, why I haven't had a long relationship with men. Like I had, I've had a five-year relationship with um, a woman, my first real relationship. And I'm now in a three-year relationship with a woman now. And with men, it's always been like a five-month little fling entanglement. Um, five, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not skipping over that. <laughs> You know, and everyone's asked me like, hey, like, why are you a lesbian? Why haven't, hasn't it worked out um, for you with men? And it's because of that. They like to be very, you guys are very, very controlling. You guys try to be, don't fuck, it never has worked for me. Um, right. Why isn't it th that you guys can't just work on your security as men and what you're able to bring to the table versus trying to control what us women are doing? So I can only speak to the half of men that I can speak to. Correct. So yep. if you are a man who did not have to struggle, who had a two-parent home, who had a car in high school at 17, I'm not talking to you. Yep. I'm talking to the men who grew up in Parvish with no dad who looked up to the dope boys because they showed them morals and integrity. I'm talking to mm. the men who saw their mom in and out with all the stepdads. Yeah. I'm talking to the men who saw their mom have to probably sleep with other men just to, she can come home with some food. Yep. I, yep. Yep. We men as young black men, we are jaded and traumatized. So we don't know how to look inside of ourselves because inside of ourselves are dark. Mm. Um, so why do you so guys take it out on? We, so 
Come again? So why do you guys take it out on the woman then? Why? So to answer your first question, why we don't do it is because we don't know how to look inside. Okay. Second is because we know inside is deep and dark and a lot of us push it in yeah. with this, with drugs. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, a lot of underlying important imperative reasons for why men do things in relationships that women won't understand until you have their, until you sit down and go, hey, let's talk for 40 minutes about deep shit every day. Mm-hmm. We block out an hour to get to know each other deeply so we can know how to love each other. Yeah. No one knows how to do that today. And that's why dating is very scary. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, instead of looking deep down inside of you, you like men a lot of times like to project it. And a lot of times the first person that they see, and a lot of times it's women that they really love, their mother, their sister, their uh, their partner, um, they choose to disrespect. And I just wonder... Um, where is it going to come a time where, because I understand trauma because I'm a black woman. So you, you, you know it, we, we know it like no other. So you get subjected to a lot of shit every day. Yes, correct. Correct. But we choose to work on ourselves. We're going, black women are going to therapy. We're, we're choosing different. Why aren't you guys taking the, um, the same. Why, why aren't you guys doing the same? Every, it takes two to make a thing go right, right? So... But we always have to do there's it not, There's not a lot of Black women out there that knows how to introduce that conversation either. Really? Really? There's not a lot of... The, the ex-girlfriend that I just got a relationship with, that is the only girl I know I've ever met that would want to introduce therapy, that would want to create compromise at the end of an argument, that would want to know the intricate reasons of why I act a certain way. I have never, even when we went on a break or a breakup and I went out and dated other women, I I was so still in love with her, but still afraid because I was meeting so many women and I was just like looking at them from across the room like, then you're why, so why, you're, you know, you're, like, yeah, it seems like you're pointing the finger to women having to do that, but why can't you be the one that, no, 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 no. that I'm can saying, do that? I'm saying that other women too. Put, so let's create a scenario, right? That yeah. is the blind leading the blind, right? Uh. And that's why I say it takes two. If I don't know how to find myself, if I don't know who I am, and I don't know how to understand why I did something. So we can have an argument and I come back, I have a drive and come back and go, you know what, I'm sorry. I'm seeing from your point of view and this is why I did it because my mom used to say that to me or that triggered me. Yeah. We don't know how to handle yeah. our triggers. Yeah. We just know how to pull them. Yeah. So it's not pointing a finger at the woman, it's everybody not really knowing okay. something to make it right. Okay. So if the woman is wanting that and the guy doesn't know how to, it's kind of her green light to introduce it. Don't call your homegirl, ladies, if you listen. Stop 
calling your home girl or whoever you talk to for the shoulder and not really getting what you want out of the conversation. Stop having them. It makes me feel better or makes me sleep better at night conversations about your man. If you're talking to someone else, talk about the real issues and try to work it out for the best. Stop talking shit. Stop, you know, like, you know, stop because it's not really helping anything. Mm -hmm. So then your man leaves after, after an argument. He goes to work. You call somebody else to talk all that shit. He comes back after an eight-hour shift, tired, and now you're okay because you got your shit off while he wasn't here. But now he still has to deal with mending the argument. He's still tired. He's still upset that he has to deal with his upset girlfriend. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of, like, situations where men are trapped because we don't know how to get out of it because of how we were raised. That's where it starts. Yeah. I just... I just don't want it to continuously be an excuse for men where we grew up in the same household as y'all. You get what I'm saying? So like, where is it where we get that leeway or we get that, that support? When do we get that? When in the relationship it, cause I'm speaking about relationships in general. What support are you asking for? I'm sorry. What type of support are you asking The same that, you, that, that you're asking for because black women go through a lot of trauma as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I don't, I see a lot of cases to where we have, black women have to pick up shit from black women, are, uh, from black men. All right, I'm gonna help you out. When, it, when is it you guys' turn? Because it, it sounds like- I just had an argument, so I just had an argument with my ex about that a few days ago and that's what was part of our discussion not why we broke up but now we're talking about the other things of why you know we feel like it's not working and she literally said that almost verbatim she Mm. said that there's some because i had i have a nine to five and i do like have side hustles so money is not the issue it's the times where she knows I won't be able to pay for it. And so she covers it. And so after a while, she's noticing that she covered it last week. It's two weeks from now and I'm covering dinner again. Or I'll, you're, I'm short a hundred or 50 bucks on rent. She has to cover me. And so now she's feeling like, is this going to be for the rest of our life or are you going to get right? And for me, it's like, no, you don't know who I'm going to be 10 years from now. Oh, from tomorrow. You got to be able to, if you're going to be in a relationship, let alone wanting to be married, you got to be able to go through those times. Tyler Perry made all type of movies for y'all asses to understand that. That a man <laughs> will be down. A man will make fuck ladies if you're listening. When Please don't quote motherfucking Tyler down. Perry. He... A, man, a man will be hurt. He will be down. He will be confused. He will make decisions that will make you not believe him. You will lose sight of his masculinity. But you have to, you got to work. No. What I want women to know is the fact that y'all don't always have to be the, um, the, uh, the strength for men. You guys, that's, it blows my mind because women break their backs for men. And I'm not only talking about 
uh, relationship where they're romantic. I'm talking about brother and sister. I'm talking about um, even in work environments. Mothers, everything. Yeah, yeah, mo- uh, 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 yeah, mother and son in work environments. Um, we're always picking up you guys' slack constantly, constantly, and it, and it raises brats. That's what it raises. It raises men who continuously, um, oh, well, I need help. Well, I need, I need, you're always taking, always taking, always taking, never giving. Let me speak to that. Let's talk about it. Because you're, you're right. So that is the center point of my breakup. Because my whole life, my dating life, when I became an adult, I was, like I said, it was a period of my life, like of five years where I was very down. Down, like, like no money, okay. having trouble. Yep. Like I always had a, I always kept a job, but it, it's America. $20 is a one cent. Yeah. You break, once you break that hundred, it's gone. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's a dollar. I hear you. Know? you. Yep. So, um, so my whole life, I've been in relationships where the woman was the one nurturing and nurturing and taking care of me in that situation. Yep. So it was three relationships. It was uh, Sarah, Patricia, and I won't say her name because I'm still in that process of splitting and breaking up. Yeah. But it's the third girl. Um, <laughs> and they all took care of me. They all brought me in. I stayed with their family. They helped me look for jobs and stuff like that. And I don't think we get pacified. Like, we're not used to sucking on the titty. We're not like that. But it's the history repeats itself. You get used to that feeling, and that's what you start to look for, is someone to care for you. And that's bad. to to manipulate, too. It is bad. So that's what I wanted to speak on. And that's why we're sort of breaking up, because... Um, I need to take that time out as a man to prove to myself and Thank her you. or anyone for that matter that I'm a man that can handle this shit. Yes. I can cover I can cover a whole rent. There's some women out there that won't get in a relationship with a man unless she knows he's covering the rent. And there's nothing or, wrong with that. As, no, 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 no. Of course, it's yeah. your prerogative. That's the life you want to live. Yeah, around. correct. I'm just saying, there's so men out there. We have to be ready for that. There's some women that's fine with fifty-fifty. Because men know? aren't adapting to how, because um, the world is con- con- constantly changes, right? And men aren't. Oh my goodness, sorry guys, we're by the window, so it's kind of weird. Men aren't adapting to how life is working in 2020 where women are demanding again specifically black women are demanding black men to i don't even want to say a man because i don't i don't i'm not too big on gender roles an adult uh, um someone who treats you like a human being and not someone they could just mooch off of that's my problem i see a lot of black men and I talk about black men because I love black men. I'm not, I, I don't talk about white men because- It's relative. Yeah. So um, I see a lot of black men choosing to mooch off of women. 
and suck them dry. We'll suck them yeah. dry, but still yeah. want to be. Oh, I still want my 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 shoes tied. I'm not. I still want my fucking Game Boy set up and shit. Like, what have you been doing all day? You were. <laughs> He's raising his hand, guys. <laughs> As we go along, because this probably won't be my first time here, when I raise my hand, if you are in a topic that you know um, you not, you're not, you going to forget, put your hand down for me to put my hand down to know that I can't speak, all right? But if if it's okay for me to interrupt, interrupt, I'll let you know. But you were asking me, what, why do I deserve the catering if I'm not uh, doing enough? You were saying that yeah so yeah like I just I feel like men just need to specifically black men again need to um, need to step up and rise to the occasion and if you can't rise to the occasion don't expect the extra shit that you can't give how do you get so for so there's got to be some common sense blame or ownership here. And oh, I can like I can I can oh, take some. So yeah. I feel like a lot of women have yeah. a hard time taking ownership for the decisions that they make. Okay, talk to me. Let's 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 go kindergarten level here. Talk a guy walks up to you. He's obviously homeless. He asks you on a date. What do you say? No. Okay, because you have your provisions of the man that you would want to go on a date yeah. with, right? Why do women find themselves in these toxic or relationships that you just described if it was their own provisions to accept that type of man? Because you didn't have to decide to be with that man if you chose the right way to be with him. Because of people who are constantly speaking about women needing to build men women needing to provide oh not provide for men but cater to men and like all of us know we know that women are constantly we, we love fixing shit we love fixing shit but the it's thing inside. is but the thing is is that it's very manipulative for men who know that that's that type of woman and because i feel like y'all can smell that type of woman from across the way that, oh, I, I'm not gonna, I don't have to do anything and she's she's gonna be able, she's gonna uh, take care of me or whatever. Y'all can smell that type of woman and you guys intentionally go for those type of women. And I, and I think it, it's very prey-like. It's very much so. I love that you said prey, right? Because it goes back to fuck the milk and honey uh, like crazy spiritual world, let's go down to the biological DNA world. We can smell mm -hmm. pheromones. A woman, a, a, a lady can tell or feel if a man just finished ejaculating. <laughs> a woman can sense the amount of testosterone that a man has. Yeah. That's why natural attraction appears. Yeah. Men... With like uh, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith said that on the red table when she was talking to Will, she says that she gets off on nurturing yeah. this Alcina. Women have that in them biologically. So men, to answer your question, sometimes we can sense when a girl is faithful. Women 
walk a certain way with their nose high when they're content with who they are and what they want in their life. But when we can smell that you're seeking for some love to give, that's when the pray word comes in and we're like, ooh, like maybe she needs a man in her life. But we don't even know we're that man that she don't really need. So you end up getting a relationship and she ends up taking care of you just like she wanted or was urging to. She wanted some love to give. She wanted to feel love. So she got into a relationship with a man that wasn't really set, but he was also feeding the shit that she was looking for. Yeah. So women get trapped in relationships where the emotional, the, his good dick, he holds you, he can cook, he has his own car, and but then there's other things that's missing, but they end up staying because it's a certain area that's pleased. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's it's, wrong a hundred percent wrong for men to see that someone that is is wanting to give love and prey on that knowing his intentions aren't good that is wrong it's not intentional it's biological okay it's trust me it, it's sometimes it is I, yeah. I'm gonna leave the, let's leave the conversation door open to all possibilities that yes, there are men who prey on other women that know they can get them out of this situation and did. Yes, there are. I was in a relationship with, again, I said there was three women. I was in a relationship with Patricia. She was a 33, 34 year old woman and I was probably 22. Mm. And I knew that I was just dick to her. I knew that I was just a boy toy, but at that time, I was homeless. At that time, I needed a place to stay, and she opened her doors to me freely. Yeah. But at look, y'all both at using each time, other. Yeah. Look, this is this is where I say the dichotomy of situations where you have the cop that might shoot the black kid, but also help the other black guy with his tire. She gave me her her uh, open her door to me. We moved in. We we were dating. And she used to tell me sweet nothings. Like, I want to be with you. I want to stay with you. I love you. But I knew the password to everything she owned. She was always, whenever I went out for a photo shoot, she was always texting the other dude, yeah, he's leaving at four. You can come over. Holy yeah, yeah. So for shit. six, listen, Liz, for, Patricia. Six, for six to seven months, I dealt with that inside, knowing that she wasn't faithful. But also when we were cuddling after sex, she but were you okay with that? That Since... would make me, you know. So there's there's women out there who do that too, <laughs> and it's it's yeah. that's where I go. It takes two, it takes two for everything. Yeah, no, you're right. But were you okay with that? Since like mm, she's providing me with somewhere to stay, I was definitely okay with it because at that time it's like. I was on the no Wi-Fi zone still. Mm. I was on that fuck the world. I got to get through this however I can. And I didn't let it hurt me mm. until the end, until I had to leave because I just had enough of it. Obviously, it was too yeah. blatant at that time. Yeah. Um, that is fucking I nuts. came back. I went to the store. And at that time, I didn't have a car, so I walked. It was probably like a 15, 16-minute walk to the store. And um, I went to the store for her. 
I yeah. come back and the room smells like no. straight up <laughs> sex. It doesn't smell like sex. It smells like pussy. <laughs> so, and when I left, when I left, she was on the phone with the dude. So for me, I'm yeah. not stupid. Obviously, you either just like when I left to the store, you had phone sex with him, and that's why the room smells that way. Yeah. Or you probably play with yourself. But when I came back, you were still on the phone. What the? So okay. like. It was a lot of blatant things that I had to endure, but the struggle didn't let me attach my emotions to it because I knew that this was temporary. Yeah. But yeah, that was a very eye-opening, eye-opening moment for me as far as people, women, because she was one of those rock-loving, the uh, stage lighting <laughs> every day. <laughs> Yeah, she, she was me, peaceful. She was cleansing her energy and yeah, and that's another, another nigga. thing that now I look at the the Erica Badu women that's out there. I want to believe you, but now I'm like I dated with a chick who was just like she made me sit on her couch and said, "You have to sit here and take this sage. If you leave, that means you have demons." <laughs> do you know what's crazy? I do know that like there are a, a lot of people who like use spirituality in a way to mask um their very toxic uh ways of being yeah, I, yeah. there's a um a go again all of my references will mostly be from comedians one of my most favorite comedians dove davidoff on his stand-up of filthy operation he said he hates when people excuse their personality deficiencies with their zodiac sign <laughs> I'm a bitch because I'm a I'm a freak because I'm a Scorpio, <laughs> or I'm strong-headed and stubborn because I'm an Aries. I'm crazy, or I have two sides of me because I'm no. You're just crazy. <laughs> no, you're just a bitch. <laughs> it's not because oh, I, I, uh, like, you get yeah, what I mean. Yeah, no, it's so many people that I get into like four minutes of new conversation with them. I never met them, and they immediately just like, I'm this, or my mind is retrograding, so I don't even, I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's not even tangible. Yeah. Let's be tangible here. You know, why do you act the way you act? It's not because you're a Libra. Yeah, let's it's dig deep. It's because you have daddy issues. Yeah. And you're looking for a man to either treat you like your dad or not treat you like your dad. Yeah. And I don't even know how to treat you because you haven't even opened up to me about your daddy issues. Yeah. Like there's there's a, a, a lot, a plethora of issues within relationships that may cause it not to work. It yeah. just takes communication. It, 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 and it definitely does. And it takes two uh, people who um, know themselves, have a somewhat of an understanding of who they are so that they can communicate those things too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so I have a question. Talk to me. What do you think? How much time do we have? Uh, 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes? Yeah. Okay, so I have a question, and it'll probably lead up to the next conversation next time. What do you think about finding yourself before you get married, but you're already in a committed relationship? 
finding yourself so before you get if married. You're battling sexuality while you're in a relationship. You're in a relationship with the man, but you like women. Okay. Or it's a, it's an equal world, so you're in a relationship with the women, but you like men. But you've been in a committed relationship, and you're thinking about doing the bigger things. How do you think? What do you think is the right way to go about that? Um. So. From a woman's perspective. From a woman's perspective, let's just say I was with a man, and I decided like that I didn't like men anymore, and I or not decided, I realized that I didn't like men anymore. I, like I said, like that comes with communication. And I think a lot of times when people ask like, what's the right way to go about things? It's kind of, they're trying to say, what's the, uh, what's a way that I can go about these things without hurting anybody? And there's no way, there's no way. Right. Cause it's, someone's gonna come up hurt. But it's with communication. I have someone really close to me that had to just do that. To let someone know, uh, a woman, that he likes men. And I can only imagine how hurtful that is for her. But I can only imagine how hurtful that is for him that he had to stay in the dark, felt like he had to stay in the dark um, to to be with this woman. So um, there, the right way to go about it is to just communicate that. Right. With, with the person and oh i know that's hard oh i can only imagine i've never been in that hard, situation the hardship is how you communicate it yeah because it it could be communicated during sex okay well, it can yeah. be right it, and, and that might be traumatizing to one person because it might be a turn on during sex to introduce something new but it might like her pussy might just go dry if you just say something crazy yeah let's you know? not yeah yeah so let me it can be introduced in many ways yeah it definitely can i think it just takes like sitting down and just be like hey like uh, i'm into men or i'm into women whatever that is and um mm -hmm. but oh i can only imagine oh i pray for people who have to go through that because that is it Oof. i can only imagine. so one more question are you in love yeah for how long? How long have I been in love? Um, it's been for a while, like probably, we've been together for three years, so I would say about like, a little less than three years, probably like two and a half or some shit. Do you subscribe to the idea that love is just a chemical? And love languages activate that chemical which makes you feel like you're in love. And once that hmm. love language ceases to exist, you no longer feel like you love that person because that chemical, which if you're listening, do your research is called oxytocin, which compels animals to breathe. Everyone has it. Uh, that chemical is active within us. Yeah. Women, women, it's most active in women because you can tell, women can tell when she's gonna let a guy like Fuck. have sex yeah. with her. Within, like I said, when I described the, the bum and the regular guy, like, you know. Yep. And, and that comes from that, from that chemical, whatever the smell, 
uh, aphrodisiac. Yeah. His teeth, whatever you like about him, yep. that gets chemical flowing, and that's what keeps you going. Yep. But the moment that something strays away from it, yep. So, do you believe in that side of the world, the biological side, or are you a spiritual person who believes that love is something beyond anything we can understand, and it's just the milk and honey side? I haven't really thought deep really about that. I really haven't. Um, I really haven't. I I haven't really thought that uh, about that. Because I think about, I'm the type of guy that thinks about shit like that all the time. (laughs) I think you can, if if this is answering your question, I think you can, because I've done this, I've, um, I've purposely made myself like feel some type of love for something before. Um, or someone how did you make yourself do it i don't know like i think like (laughs) i i don't know i don't i i can't even tell you um because you know how you can convince your brain that you like something that you really don't like have you Mm -hmm. done that before i can't really describe when i've done it but i know i've done it yeah it could could be with sex or like because you huh (laughs) but what (laughs) that's what a relationship is <laughs> That's what a relationship is. Low key, yeah, that is true. It's a cup. That is true. Um, it takes a lot for me to want to be around somebody. So and constantly be around somebody. So when I feel yeah. like I constantly want to be around someone, I really am like, huh, I might love you. I might really fuck with you. And then from there it can grow, but I think it starts from there. Like for me specifically. <laughs> like I, yeah. I really like being alone. So when I when I really want to be around someone all the time, and then I think with that comes like attraction and stuff like that, then yeah, we're in love. <laughs> I yeah, I I just wanted to figure that out because it's hard for me. Like even if I'm going to be going back into the world after this relationship, I'm so weird with how I think and how I perceive things. Yeah, that. I can't deal with this with the girl that's always on Twitter, that's always on phone, like sounding crazy with her best friend. That's the city hot girl, like the really toxic. I call it toxic femininity. Yeah, which is which is that really like, and it's cool. But where's the Rod Digger girls? Where's the Lauren Hill, the miseducation Lauren Hill? But okay, let's like, be real. Them girls were doing the exact that. same thing. They just look different. The, them girls are doing it. So, because I think you, you're going, because we talked about this. So, we have about two more minutes. So, um, we talked about this before, how... Yeah, you can perceive a girl to be a, like a hot girl because she, you know, wears a lace front, a may stick, stick out her tongue and twerk a little bit. But th- we're not she a... She Erica Badu on the inside. Exactly. She could be... She, she goes home, she prays, she does her spiritual shit, she reads a book. You know what I mean? We're a, I think human beings in general, we're not a monolith. Like, we have, like, both sides to us because... Um, Erica Badu, um, Lauren Hill, they were doing their thing too. They, I think they both got multiple baby daddies. Like, you know what I mean? Which is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think men like to say they like that type, which means like, um, modest and like no makeup or some shit like that. 
Nah, let me tell y'all, I don't want to burst your bubble, but I'm going to burst it. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing the same shit. We all doing the same shit. We just yeah. present it differently. And, and I, that's what love that's what love and relationship is. Yes. It's doing different doing the same shit differently and falling in love. Yeah, we really have to document this like this journey of yours that you're saying you going back into the dating scene because it's, I can only imagine it's scary. It is scary. It's different. Yeah, me and my girlfriend, we broke up for a little bit. And I was like imagining what like life is gonna be like. I didn't really date while we were broken up because I was really like working on myself heavy heavy therapy but i was looking i'm like are these the possibilities is this what i like is this like what i have yeah. but it's not true like we talked about on over instagram like the energy you give out is the energy you're gonna receive so reciprocity you know what i mean so like mm -hmm. If I'm giving out that toxic shit, of course, that's what I'm always going to see. But there are real human beings out there. It's just that you got to be one yourself. I'm not saying you aren't one, but you, you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. But um, we are at that mark. So we're going to wrap this episode up. I appreciate you so much. You, of course. Yes. You, I appreciate Thanks for yeah. listening, ladies. <laughs> the first male to be on the Always Asia podcast. We love it. But um, you're going to have to be back, and I appreciate you so much. Guys, I love you. Hope you guys have a good day. And